Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And in the show, we want to inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's like radiant health or prosperity, beautiful relationships, or simply peace of mind. I want to really thank you for joining me. And on Light Warrior Radio, I love to interview people who are making a big difference in the world. And they come from various walks of life. So sometimes we have healers, sometimes we have other types of entrepreneurs, and today is no exception. So I'm super excited because my former coach, Keith Leon S., is here with us talking about how to publish a best-selling book without actually writing a single word. So this is very interesting. And there's a lot of people that I know that have this aspiration to be able to write their book. They have so much wisdom inside of them, just bursting, ready to come out, but they're like, well, I want to write a book, you know, and I hear this, you know, year in, year out, year in, year out. Now, thanks to Keith, who was my very first coach through Peak Potentials, I actually wrote my very first ebook called Creating Your Fairytale Love Life, and it's basically a how-to book on manifesting your dream partner, which is what I did, manifesting James in my life, and I go through all the steps, and because of Keith's inspiration and coaching, I was able to literally get that down on paper and publish it. But now what we're going to talk about today is with Keith's publishing company, there's actually a brand new way of doing it rather than slogging it out, typing on a computer or typewriter if you're you know, that type of person, you know, and, and, you know, you know, putting out time. I know colleagues of mine that literally will not answer their email for like a year. Like they have somebody else arrive or somebody else answering the email because they're like, I'm writing a new book. Right. And I never hear from them. I don't know what's going on with them. And, and because they are like in it, like writing, 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 but I'm a clinician. Okay. So, you know, as a medical doctor, as an acupuncturist, especially when I was still in my clinic, there was no way I would have time to write a book in an efficient manner, which is why my best-selling book, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach, took a long, well, less than most people, but took a long time to get out there. And the only reason it got out there in a faster time, because it's 416 pages, a faster time than what most people would take as a clinician was because I had a deadline. I had a, a, you know, a video that was going to come out with a call to action, and I already was delayed. So the call to action was go to this website, and the website said, hi, this book is coming soon. Put your email in here, and I'll let you know when it's ready, right? So it was already behind. So I had this pressure behind me to do that. So I pretty much didn't have a life for a while uh, until I wrote I wrote this this book. Uh, but I was talking to Keith Leon recently and um, about book publishing because my next book uh, is going to be published through his publishing agency. And of course, this is a longer book, and and I like writing, so actually pretty much done with the writing. I just have to do some editing. So I'm super excited about that, but there's a lot of people out there who have no idea how to get a book out there, and Keith is got has got this amazing platform that he's going to share with us today called You Speak It, and how people can actually do this whole you know best-selling book publishing thing without actually writing a word. And of course, if you love writing, if you love typing, like you know 70 words per minute or 90 words per minute, great. But if you're not like that, I I, you know, definitely want to listen to the show today. So Keith and I know each other from way back, and uh, he, his best-selling books are endorsed by some pretty big names, including Jack Canfield, like Chicken Soup for the Soul, Jack Canfield. And uh, he has a way of teaching us 
who are writing books, especially for the first time, how to get some pretty amazing endorsements too, which is pretty powerful and some of the ways that we get into the best-selling uh, arena. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Keith. Hey, Keith. Hello, hello. Thanks for having hello, me Hello, hello. Oh, yeah, you know, Hi. we had so much fun last week on the on the call, and because so many of my highly sensitive people are uh, people who are, you know, um, into angels and, and healing and things like that. Um, last week we talked to you about your best-selling book, Walking with My Angels. So there may be some folks that would like to call in asking about angels in addition to writing books today, and we're going to welcome <laughs> those folks to just do that if they wish to. And the number to call in live is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know you have a question or a comment, 818-514-1190. Awesome. So, Keith, uh, I know your story, but a lot of people don't. How does you know, how does someone who talks about angels, like, in, in their life, in this new book, how, how did you become the book guy, you know, the guy that publishes books, especially from those of us that are spiritual-type people? <laughs> well, answered prayer. There you go. Now, um, <laughs> my wife and I, we wrote our first book, and we got, actually, John Gray to endorse it, and it was a, it was a relationship book. And so we had the number one author of all time in relationship books because he, you know, wrote Men Are From Mars, Men Are From Venus, a little book. Yeah, uh, we had, a little book. We had his name, uh, yeah, we had his name on the front cover. Uh, however, I did not ask for any mentoring from John or anybody. I just assumed I had his endorsement on the front cover and that book was going to fly off the shelf. And I got to tell you, it did not even fall off the shelf because I, oh, I no. had, <laughs> I had no idea whatsoever what to do with that book, and I didn't know it was my business card. I didn't know I could use it to get on TV. I didn't know I could use it to get on radio. I just thought it was going to fly off the shelf because I had John Gray's endorsement, and it did not. And then, uh, so it seemed like a lot of work, huge failure. And then my wife and I did a second project called One Million Love Notes. Great idea. Uh, again, the day that it launched after nine months of hard work and sinking a lot of money into it, um, it's it, 134 love notes, I think, sold the, the day that it launched. Uh, not the million, but 134. So, uh, so we had two seeming failures in a row, and my wife was just so sad. And she's like, I just need to take some time off and lick my wounds. Will you, will you kind of take over the business? And I said, sure, just give me a great book title because she's really good at that. So she looked at me a minute and a half later and said, who do you think you, who do you, think you are? And I said, what? What did I do? She said, no, silly, that's the book title. <laughs> who do you think you are? And, uh, and so now she had also said, will you run the business? I'll be over here. And the way that we had done it together was I was kind of, even though I was the one with the business experience, I was the one with the sales experience. I love a good, strong woman. And so I was deferring to her and it just wasn't working because she's kind of an overthinker, an overwriter, an overtalker, an over everything. And she'll raise her hand right now and tell you, yes, that's true about me. I'm not talking anything that she wouldn't agree to. Uh, so I found myself saying, well, how would I do this that's different than the way we did it together. And so who do you think you are? What will this book be about? And so I started doing what I teach now called sit, ask, and listen. And so I sat down, took some deep breaths, and I said, Spirit, God, angels, universe, uh, 
anyone who can hear my voice that's for me, right? Please give me the answer to this question. Who do you think you are? What will this book be about? And I just kept asking that question. Who do you think you are? What will this book be about? And I waited for a couple days. And then a few days later, it's sitting in that one question, not being moved, doing anything but asking that one question over and over again. I got uh, a vision of when I was in my about 20 years old and searching for my life purpose, wished I could sit down in front of all the greatest minds in the world and pick their brains and ask them, like, who do they think they are? Like, why are they here? And and what event or series of events led to that discovery? And what advice would they give me? And I realized that at this point, I knew of some of those people that I knew were living their purpose. And so I had it. Who do you think you are? Discover the purpose of your life. And so that whole project, I would just throw away my plan every morning, come with a question, ask a question, and wait until I receive the answer. One time I waited two weeks to receive an answer, but that answer was how to reach out to all these famous people in a way that would make it so easy for them to say yes to participate that they would. And when I downloaded that process, yeah, when I downloaded the process, it came in its full entirety. It was not out of my head. I, I had been told no by all the greatest minds in the world before this project <laughs> trust me because i was doing what's called wrong asking and what i downloaded is a process i call right asking just making it so easy for them to say yes that they will so uh so so just to shorten the story so i interviewed all these people got them in this book a lot of them very famous people took me under their wing taught me everything they knew about the business of books about how to launch it marketing um, how to how to get on stage, all those things I didn't know with book number one, the bigs, the top, top people in the world uh, taught me, took me and just taught me everything they knew. And so in that, uh, on the other end of this international bestseller, because I did what they taught me, uh, the day of the launch, 1.2 million emails went out because all those people in the book also had a list of, you know, 100,000 plus people, uh, the big names, and uh, and that all added up. And then when you clicked and bought the book that day, you got $8,000 worth of free cool stuff from the famous people. So it was like a no-brainer, right? Uh, so right. I just did what they taught me, did what they taught me, got on stages. Now I'm speaking in front of 1,000 people instead of 20, and uh, bigger rooms making an impact on more lives. Uh, but I would share that story that I just shared with you now at the very beginning of my talk. It's uh, You probably noticed every speaker has a piece at the beginning. It's called the earn the right. It's like they tell you how they got to where they are so that you'll uncross your arms. <laughs> Stop thinking, why should I listen <laughs> to you? And lean in, right? And so that, so I told that story, and then I would go into the life purpose piece. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got my voice is pretty interesting today. So, um, <clears throat> so I uh, would do that piece, do the the life purpose piece. Uh, which is what the book was about. And then people would come up and go, oh, yeah, I, I love the life, life purpose piece, but aren't you that book guy? Hey, aren't you the book guy? Are you, aren't you that book guy? And they kept saying that over and over again. <laughs> and so I prayed on it. I prayed on it. Why do they keep calling me the book guy? And I realized that I was the only person alive on the earth that had all the information from all of those famous people about how they got to what where they got. And it would have probably taken a couple of years and, and – million dollars at least to to purchase that information from them and they had all freely given it to me because of the project and because I showed up as a doer not a talker so that's how I got to be the book guy and and I realized that my 
my mission from that point on felt like I need to take what I've learned, uh, make it my own, and then teach it to the masses and help everybody get there, help you get your mission, your message out to the world in a big way because uh, I was taught every way that you can do that. And, uh, and, and so what was interesting, I'll tell you, Karen, was that, uh, after the book came out uh, about six months later, uh, one of those people from The Secret, very famous, called me and said, hey, Keith, I have a book launch coming up. Uh, what do you think I should do about this? And that was a moment in time. Wow. <laughs> that was when I was like, okay, oh, oh, oh. And that's when I owned the book guy thing. When, the, when that famous person called me and said, what should I do? I was just like, wow. And they were the ones who taught me joint venture marketting. <laughs> like they were the ones Amazing. who taught me how to do it. But I had taken it to another level and started using a thing called the audio book instead of just just the long sales page and and uh, video wasn't around yet. So I was kind of doing some cutting edge stuff. So they called me, hey, what do you think I should do? So it's it's amazing how quickly things can, can change and turn around when you really put your foot down and go to work. Oh, yeah, that's an amazing story. And and thank you so much for sharing your experiences, like even the painful ones at the beginning, because I think oh, a lot of yeah. people on earth have this myth or this belief that, you know, when it's like, oh, you have a book idea. Oh, my God, that's so great. I'm going to write a book. They just think that automatically it's going to sell itself. Like the topic is so great. It's so awesome. It's going to sell right. itself. And I have, yeah, and I have friends that, you know, writing books and, and and I just like sigh a little bit because they don't want to listen <laughs> about what else is there. Oh, I don't really care. You know, I don't really care to market it. You know, it's, it's a, a, you know, I love, you know, and I'm like, well, do you want people to read it? Well, yeah, of course. I said, do you want people to be impacted by it? Well, yeah. I'm like, well, guess what? There's some real earth actions that are required for that. And it doesn't have to be a struggle. It doesn't have to be hard and it could even be fun, you know, but anyway, so sometimes it's, it's uh, kind of like pulling teeth because they think that that the book's going to sell itself and get this, yeah. that they're actually going to earn money from the book sales, and most people think that. Like, they, they look and they go, oh, you're at number one best-selling author, Dr. Karen. Oh, my gosh, you must make so much money off that book. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you can speak a little bit about that, that myth that we have. Yeah, well, you definitely make more when you publish with us because that's the first thing we did when we decided if we were going to publish or not was that we wanted to do the opposite of what every other publisher does. So we actually make what the author would make in any other publishing deal, and the author makes what the publisher would make. So, so you get the fair share oh, of the Oh, so the profit, tables have turned there. We, and, and we get that little piece that you, <laughs> you would normally get because it's not about the money for us. That's not why we publish people. We publish people to open the doors for you that would not otherwise be open So to TV and radio. And, and I freely give everybody that we work with how to get endorsements and, and all those things that you shared where most companies would charge you for that. Oh, well, you, you want to know how to get endorsements? It's going to be another 197. You know, we're just not, we're not those people. And you know that Karen, <laughs> uh, we're the opposite of that. So we want success for all of our authors. And that's why all of our authors, I can give you their number and they'll say, Oh, it's like being in a family with Keith and Mara. It's not like being a number like everywhere else. But as far as, yeah, as far as books go, um, if somebody says, I want to make a million dollars with my book, I say, fantastic. Do you have $300,000 
for a marketing budget. And they're like, uh, no. And I say, oh, okay, well, uh, let's scale that back then. If you wanted to make 100000 uh, you would need 30000 for a marketing budget because it's all marketing. Like, there's no book is flying off the shelf unless you're speak, speak, speak. Every, anytime, place, anywhere, doing every, every radio show, every TV show, every stage. <laughs> anytime you can speak anywhere you're doing that and you have a budget for marketing, that's the key to a, a book really taking off getting it to uh, what they call critical mass, which is, you know, uh, enough people buying it and telling people that they buy it. And, and once it starts to gain momentum and people are telling people, when it gets to this point where it just just goes, you know. And and uh, those books are far and few between and uh, had a lot of speak, speak, speak and marketing budget behind them. So Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, Chicken Soup for the Soul, my mentors' books, they can they can tell you. <laughs> right? Jack like Jack Canfield, my, my my brother from another mother says, uh, every huge success like that when it comes to books has seven years, he says. <laughs> seven years of hard work seven behind years. it. Yeah. Right. Well, because if you and, watch The Secret, it looks like, well, Jack, you know, had this like $100 stuck to a ceiling and whatever it was, or a million dollars, you know, pretend Jack stuck to the ceiling and, and was visualizing yeah. it. And then this book took off. But of course, he doesn't say what he meant by the book took off. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they got they got turned down by every publisher in the world, but one with Chicken Soup for the Soul. And every wow. rejection letter they could, every rejection letter they got, Mark and him taped on the wall in the office, and they ran out really? of room in the office. Yeah, and they taped it up, and they just said we're that much closer to a yes, and they kept saying we're that much closer to a yes. And finally, they're like, there's literally one publisher left in the world, so this must be it. And they re- they found out uh, when they reached out that that company was going about to go bankrupt. And so that company said, yeah, whatever, we'll take a chance, because they were about to go belly up anyway. And that was uh, HMI, I think it is, publishing. So they were like, yeah, whatever, we'll do it. Yeah, okay. And so they did it. And all they did was say yes and print it. You know, they'd had no money for anything. So so Jack and and really Patty Aubrey uh, is the the miracle behind that whole success. And and they'll tell you that. Um, So they had this beautiful awesome incredible marketer patty aubrey and she just went out everywhere with that thing like trunk full of books and went everywhere to every spiritual center everywhere got them booked got them booked got them booked and they started a you know ground grassroots effort speak 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 anytime any place anywhere there was two of them so they took turns you know they, they could be in two places at once and they went out and spoke anywhere anytime any place and um that's what they taught me so if you t- just for this book that just came out, if you type in Keith Leon S and hit video, you'll see how many video interviews I did. If you just hit Keith Leon S, Google and hit enter, you'll see interview after interview after interview. That's because of what they taught me. Speak, speak, speak anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Wow. Now, I, I can imagine, Keith, that some people who have these book writing aspirations are starting to get a little antsy and nervous right now. <laughs> Um, because they're like, what? What do you mean? I gotta be in the limelight? I gotta be on video? Are you kidding me? You know, or or in my case, which I will totally deal with, uh, which is, what yeah. do you mean? I gotta travel? Like, you know, what about my skating? What about my training? Like, what about the other things? Because I I want to do this to yes, help the world, but I also want to have a life. 
So maybe you yeah. can speak to maybe those anxieties or concerns that I'm hearing and feeling out from the people that are listening in today. <laughs> good thing you're an empath. You're feeling all that. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, the, the, good news, <laughs> the good news is that most radio interviews, most um, interviews, even video interviews these days, you can do right in your home. So you just get a really nice camera and uh, get a light, and throw you know, really nice light, and throw it up, and you can do interviews uh, with a professional on top and jammies on the bottom if you want all day long. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Jack Canfield, by the way, every Tuesday is still walking around in shorts and a T-shirt in his office doing interviews all day long on Tuesday. Like, he's never stopped that. That's a practice. Uh, so, wow. so it's just about getting the word out. But you can do it from your home. You can do it at your leisure. Uh, so there's the piece that I just told you, and then there's another piece. If reaching the masses isn't isn't the immediate goal, but but changing lives is, I, I just need you to know that as soon as you say yes to that book and you start writing it, um, Spirit, God, Universe, whatever you want to call it, is working it out so that when your book comes out, it lands in the hands of those who need it at the perfect time for them. And maybe on a smaller scale, but when that first person stands in front of you with tears coming down their eyes, weeping, you, weeping, thanking you for, for writing that book because it made a difference in their life, on that day you don't care if you sold one book or a million copies. It, it's worth it. It's worth everything that you faced, every hurdle that you jumped over to get that book done. Uh, wow, that's beautiful. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, so that's that's the the bottom line is they're going to get it. It's just if you want to get uh, more people to get it, then that's where you, you will need to step into uh, marketing. And if you're not going to be the mouthpiece for it and do everything that I said, then that's where that marketing budget comes in handy. <laughs> you can make some, crank out some videos and let the videos speak for you. You can, There's a whole bunch of ways that you can do it where you're not out on the road grinding it out. Like like right now, I'm in an RV doing a world tour, and I'm traveling all over Florida right now, doing event after event after event, which is why I barely have any voice right now because I, uh, I have like three days, three days in a row. Where I wow. did my event, my events uh, include music. They include everything. So I I've was going to speak, ask speak, that. Speaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, are you singing at these events? Maybe. Yeah. Yesterday at the spiritual center, I sang three songs at the service, then did the workshop after, and then uh, sang uh, a bunch wow. of songs in that workshop as well. Some of the songs are. They carry the energy of healing, and uh, right. are within a particular and are within a particular process. Sometimes it's a forgiveness process. Sometimes it's a um, you are not a broken angel. You know, you're a perfect process. Uh, and so the music um, just is part of the process. And then that's one of the the gifts that I was promised. I might have talked about that last week uh, when angels told me I would write this book, and when my life was purpose was revealed to me, one of the things that the angels gifted me with was that my voice heals. So if you're on this call right now, you're healing my voice. Healing is happening somehow in your life. And if it doesn't, if you're not feeling it now or you don't by the end of the call, know that there is a healing very, very soon that's going to happen just because you're on the call and heard my voice. And I wouldn't Oh, that is beautiful. Yeah, and it happens when I'm singing, it happens when I'm speaking, and I wouldn't 
have the guts to say that right now to you uh, if I hadn't heard over and over and over hundreds, thousands of people come up and say, hey, when I saw you speak, when I heard you sing, this healing happened. Uh, so wow. it's uh, just a gift that I was given. Wow. And the thing is, is it's like you taking those actions and it takes so much courage you know to stretch out especially uh, like a lot of people start with failure failure and then they give up right and then you're like yeah okay how can we do this differently and so you just kept going and you did the scary stuff like like contacting these people like the like famous people really scary for most people and i would be like nervous (laughs) and you know i couldn't stand getting on the phone yeah, I couldn't oh. stand being on the phone with people. But, I, again, I said, uh, you know, angels, spirit, give me a process for this, something that will help me because I'm scared to death right now, you know. And so uh, so I downloaded this process where I took all the books and all the products and things from people that I done their courses and I felt like people that I actually wanted to reach out to, right, for, to be in the book. And I turned around the books and, their, and all to where their photos were facing me and they were all lined up in front of me. And I went from left to right and looked in each of their eyes and I envisioned to them each saying, hey, give me a call. Yeah, you know I'm going to do it. You can do this. Come on, Keith, we got you. You know, and, and I just imagined all of them kind of kept, kept talking me into picking up the phone and then I would pick up the phone and call the first one and my heart was like pumping so loud I could hear it and feel it in my neck and I'd do that first call and I'd get a yes and they'd be like yes of course because I was doing the right asking I was asking the right right asking making it easy easy for them to say yes so they're like well yeah of course I'll do that so I'd get that yes and I'd be like oh okay this is easy call the second one call the third one got easier each time and then uh, I would get be done that day and have a bunch of yeses. And then when I go to pick up the phone the next day, I had to start all over again because I'd be scared to death again. <laughs> so I put up their pictures, <laughs> go all the way through the process again. So I get it. I mean, it, it's I had to face pretty much every fear I had in that project. I had to face it all daily. Uh, but because I did, you know, it was this was I mean, huge international bestseller. There was. It wasn't like now where there's like uh, a lot of subcategories and things that they do a uh, bestseller ratings on. It was like you, you couldn't say bestseller unless you are on the front page of all books on Amazon. Right? There was no wow. subcategories. It, it was all books being sold in the world, and I was on the front page of that right, right underneath Eckhart Tolle's book, and that's because two weeks before the launch of my book uh, – Oprah held held up Eckhart Tolle's book about life purpose and made life purpose the topic of the world. So not only did I have 1.2 million emails going out and the cool bonuses and everything that would get me up to the front page already, but what she had done was made Eckhart number one. And so when my book was right underneath his, (laughs) right underneath his, it would say, hey, uh, you know, if you spend a little more, you get free shipping. Or if you love this book about life purpose, you'll love this book. And it was recommending mine. So it stayed there and stayed there and stayed there and stayed there right underneath his book. And then that first book that I had sold 12 copies of, the relationship book (laughs) up until then, uh, that one, because of that same algorithm, hey, if you like that from Keith, you'll love this. Or women from Mars, women from Venus, you'll love this. Uh, everybody started uh, clicking that and purchasing it, and so that jumped up on the front list. So we actually had 
two bestsellers at the same time for weeks. It was. Oh, it was I didn't amazing. know that part. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, we built so many of those relationship books. We were just like, what is happening? And it was that algorithm. Oh, that is that is really neat. Now, when I was in yeah. Hawaii training with Wellness Leadership Academy and Marcus was talking about, you know, best-selling and best-seller lists, he says, you know, people have this myth and thought that somehow you get endowed with this best-seller thing. Like, oh, your book and content mm. is so great, you know, that you get endowed with this award almost like you're the best-seller, right? And I, I kind of had that myth, you know, going as well. Yeah. I looked at some of my functional medicine colleagues, and I'll just name a few of them because some of my tribe will know, you know, that the folks that I've either supported them on the book launch or really believe in their um, message. So like the, you know, Kelly Brogan and you know, the Eldon Taylors and um, uh, Elizabeth Wayne. So, I mean, there's all these different people with best-selling books. Um, uh, Sarah Gottfried, you know, for example, and they got on the New York Times bestseller list. And, and Marcus was like, well, you know, half a million, you know, or 250, sorry, a quarter million, 250,000, you know, as, as a minimum, you know, as a marketing budget. Yes. And he's yes. like, well, guys, maybe this isn't what you want to do right now. But just so you know, if you really did want to be on the New York Times bestseller list, you can be. And I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Sure. It's, no idea. It's a strategy. It's a strategy, but it, it really does. Uh, you do need the 250000 to to make the strategy happen. There's so much work to it. And basically when uh, we used to do that, and now I just I have a someone who's really great at it. And and, uh, and so we just partner with them on it. But, uh, yeah, there's so much that needs to happen. It's all firing at one time. And basically that, that team is working for you for three months. <laughs> like wholeheartedly working for you doing all the things and jumping through all the hoops that New York makes you go through. And it does really, uh, doesn't take 250,000 to pull it off. And so that's for New York times is really just for, if you want to get to the point where every time you speak, you command $25,000 and you want, you want to build up to that type of speaking short of that. Right, I don't right. see any, any purpose or any difference between Amazon and, and New York because uh, the masses, people that are just reading books, they don't really know the difference or care. You know, Amazon is just True. as good as New York. It's bestseller is a bestseller, right? So it's like uh, 30000 or or 250000 hmm, You make the call. <laughs> <Right? laughs> uh, well, I kind of lucked out, Keith, on, you know, my my um, my Guide to Healing Chronic Pain book. And part of it, of course, is the universe and, and God and my angels really supporting me in the process and going like, cause I really didn't know what I was doing, but I had a friend who had figured out this whole Kindle thing. And I was like, okay, how did you do that? So she's like trying to teach me a little bit. And so I got some, the gist of, you know, what to do on Kindle and which I've <clears throat> since forgotten. But anyway, but I remember <laughs> it was something like free for a weekend or 99 cents for a week, something like that. And at that time I had a mailing list, not huge, but you know, a few thousand people on my mailing list. And so on Facebook, right? So I'm just like telling people about it. And, and she got, I think, 2,000 downloads on a weekend. I'm like, oh, my God, that's really great. And I'm not even thinking bestseller, okay? I'm not even thinking. So I'm like, 2,000, that's great. So I'm thinking, well, okay, well, my book, uh, hers is a recipe book. And I said, well, I have a mailing list. She doesn't. So I think I can do 4,000, right? My goal was like 4,000. 
So I do this thing, and I get it out there, figure out the whole Kindle thing, upload it, and all that, and, and tell my list and Facebook. And I really, like I said, didn't know what I was doing. Right? <laughs> so, but then yeah. at the end of the day, 14,990-something people had downloaded it. I became number one bestseller in that category. Uh, and, of course, uh, smart me, of course, the universe told me to do it. I took a screenshot of it. Right? Good. <laughs> so I, you know, but the thing is, is that I, in this case, the universe was like helping me because I was clueless, right? Like I kind of yeah. sort of knew, but I was doing the actions. I was going for yeah. it. And, and my yeah. point is that, you know, like that, yeah, I mean, did I, I did I have that yeah. kind of money to spend to, no, but I didn't realize that if I did a Kindle and then real and then did the hard book, hardcover book later that it's still in New York I mean sorry it's still an Amazon number one bestseller because I did the Kindle first right I was like cool yeah oh, they, cool they have that. an algorithm all you have to do really is outsell everyone else in the world in your category for a certain amount of time and then it spikes in that in that category so that's the that's the strategy is to outsell everyone else in the world so so like uh, it helps if if you're like uh, us and you know all the other famous people and you know when they're going to launch their book, then you might choose a different day than that for your client. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you want to get get your butt kicked by Anthony Robbins, right, <laughs> if you want number one. Right. So, uh, so it's good to be in the know on that kind of thing, and it's good to know how to you know, set it up so that the, the masses get to see, oh, wow, I get a Kindle book for this this one day and I get all this cool free stuff and I get, wow, and it's only 99 cents or whatever strategy we decide to use, right, together uh, so that it just goes out in a big way, like immediately, boom, everybody sees it and goes, yeah, I, I can do that, boom, and, and, and they all hit it once. That's the goal. Like that first day, you know, everybody hit it all in that first day and that's why you spiked in that category to number one. So uh, not everybody else will would have the list or the group to make that happen like you would. We do, so we just use our, our list to make it happen for you. So you don't need a list. Right? That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, then I have yeah. my list and your list. So I'll be like, woohoo. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then I already have yeah. some awesome JV partners, you know, with lists yeah. and, and yeah. great relationships. And so, yeah, so I'm super excited. I already have them on this, like, virtual template in my mind of well virtual spreadsheet in my mind of like okay here's this person here's this person who's this person and we're already exchanged like what can I do for you and then here's what you can do for me and yeah and I actually just yeah. recently won an affiliate contest um uh, Keith you don't know this uh for the life uh, transformation summit I came in second which means that from heartache to joy one of the prizes is they will do a solo email out whatever I want to promote to their whatever it is, eighty thousand on their list. So wow. I was like, yes, <laughs> okay, book launch, here we come. <laughs> but uh, getting yes. back to yeah, some of the other things. Now, if people are at that place where like, well, I have so much wisdom, like, what do I write about? Now, you talk about how to discover your why and how it'll shift your progress. So, can you maybe share a little bit about that? Oh wow. How to discover your why? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we all have a, a purpose, and underneath everything, we just want to be helpful to each other. And I love that. That's like a quality that's innate that we're born with. Uh, if you ask, if you ask anybody, uh, 
you know, what are you here to do? Sometimes I feel like, oh, that's a big, overwhelming question. But if you sat down and took some breaths and thought to yourself, if I had Oprah money, right? <laughs> Oprah money, uh-huh. like $200, $200 billion. If I had that and I had already given to every charity that I wanted. I already set up all my family with everything that they needed. I already took every trip I ever wanted to take. I've already bought everything that I thought I needed in my life. I've already done everything that I thought money would bring me and barely even dented that Oprah money. I don't have to work anymore. I've vacationed. I've skydived. I've done everything, everything, everything. And then you, <laughs> Call me the dolphin. So everything. You've, <laughs> yeah, you've done it all. You've done it all. Now you wake up today. What do you do? What do you do? What kind of service would you want to bring to, to humanity? Some people would say, oh, I guess I would go you know, read a book to the elderly or children. Some people would say, oh, I want to get involved with saving Mother Earth. Some people would say, ooh, I'd really step into being that functional medical practitioner, you know, and saving lives that way. Oh, I'd really love to be an acupuncturist. What? Ooh, I'd really love that I am an acupuncturist, but I'd like to reach more people with that. What? Whatever the answer is to what would you do on that day is your why for now. And if you want to pick a why that you want to write a book about and just have that book be about something that you you know about, whether you take it for granted or not, like you think, oh, it's no biggie that I know that. Mm, there's a lot of people who do not know that and will happily and gratefully pay you to get that information from you. So you just write something that you love, something that you know, and something that is juicy for you that you would love to uh, talk about for a year two minimum because that's that's how often you should have a new book every year or two and that's how long you'll be talking oh every year or two that, okay that, yeah and that's how long you should be uh talking about that subject you know at least a year or two so you'll you'll be with it so let it be something that you love something that makes you feel like if i'm doing that i'm making a difference in this world and then that'll make it play instead of work that'll make it fun instead of hard because i don't believe in hard work ah. You know, uh, you don't have to work hard to get something. If if you're working hard, then you're off course. It's, uh, right. We want to cancel it. some of that negative belief that we grew up with. Um, yeah, that's our parent. Our parents I love my did that. Work, how did, so. Yeah. How did how did that work out for them? <laughs> our parents did, did that. Worked out, so hard. You know? <laughs> yeah. Were they ever Were they ever around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny because. You know, my husband sees me doing all this stuff, and he's like, man, you work so hard. You work too hard, right? But, you know, I'm also yeah. doing kung fu. I'm doing skating. I'm you know, doing all this stuff. And I'm like, I love it. It doesn't feel like work to me. Like, when yeah. I sat down and wrote four chapters this weekend, I, I, I was in it. I was like, this is so cool. You know? <laughs> People are like, writer's block. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? I don't know what it is. Oh, you it's know like, what it it's is? It's more like, what? I know what it is. A writer's Here? block is no. It's a pissed off inner child. 
it's your inner child. Okay. Your inner child never wants to work. It only wants to play. And believe it or not, it doesn't consider writing a book to be play. And so you sit down and get all serious. I'm going to write this book, and you're and you're serious, and you're in it, and you're writing a book. And then this uh, inner child's going, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. And it just the voice gets louder and louder. And sooner or later, it just goes, No, I want to play. And when it's screaming at you, then you can't. That's where you stop and you go like, I got nothing. I can't. I can't hear anything anymore. It's not coming through, and I don't know why. <laughs> so, uh, so I teach a process where you just, when you're writing for long periods of time, just set a timer for 50 minutes. So that's five zero minutes. And every time that the timer goes off, you get up and say, "Okay, let's play." And you do something your inner child would love to do: go out and dance, spin around in circles, you know, do something silly, <laughs> go, go watch watch a funny video. Do something for 10 minutes that your inner child would want to do that's fun. And then at the end of the time, when, when that timer goes off, you say, okay, so, okay, inner child, I'll be right back in 50, 50 minutes and we'll play again. But right now we're going to do what I consider to be fun, which is write this book. So see you in a while. And then you set it for 50 minutes, go back to writing. Everyone who does that it never experiences that thing called writer's block. Wow, that is such a great tip. See, I, I it was hard for me to understand it because I, I don't get it, that one. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't get writer's block. It's more like me finding the time yeah. to put it all out on paper. I've got tons of stuff to write, you know? But that that yeah. is so helpful. Wow. And then we're gonna in a moment we're gonna speak about this you speak it platform, which we're promising everyone for you to reveal. Like how do people get a best selling book without actually writing anything? And before we do that, I yeah. wanna share with everyone who's live on the call. The call-in number, so if you have a book writing question or a question about angels that you didn't get to ask on last week's show, the number to call in live is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Unfortunately, the chat is not working today on Blog Talk Radio, so you'll have to call in uh, to ask the question or comment, 818-514-1190, and hit 1. Okay, so Keith, drum roll. <laughs> How does one, especially like busy wellness people in a practice, you know, a clinician, for example, how do we end up, quote unquote, writing this best selling book uh, without actually yeah. having to write it? Well, I'll start off with a statistic eight out of 10 people in the world want to write a book, less than 1% will ever achieve it. Matter of fact, it's 0.2% wow. will ever 0. achieve 2? it. And that is. Yeah, yeah, oh, I say less no, than one, that's but it's horrible. Way, way less than one, and that is because uh, who has time anymore, and who has, <laughs> who knows all the things that I'm <laughs> teaching, like how to writer's block, who who would actually carve out the time to make themselves and their writing more important than their clients, more important than their family, more important than anything, and it takes that type of commitment, uh, otherwise you just keep getting pulled away and everything else is more important or you get uh, or perhaps you start writing and you're editing while you're writing hmm. never going to finish that book never because you'll forever be in perfection mode and the only perfect yeah. book is one that's finished and I can hold it in my hands that's it if you if you get a book that <laughs> you read it and it's perfect meaning every dot every T is in the perfect place and there's no typos it's probably HarperCollins and they're the soul of the author not in that book anymore because 12 wow. editors came through and ruined it by putting their their word and their their energy into it it's no longer the authors anymore so uh so so 
for my people who are difference makers in the world, right? We're we're being of service to everyone else, and that's fantastic. That's why we're here. But that doesn't mean that we have time to sit down and write a book. So, so my wife and I went to to prayer with that. Like, how do we serve the difference makers of the world? How can we make it so easy for them to write a book that uh, that they don't have to carve out all that time and do it? And so, so we went with that question and. We kept asking that question, how can we serve the masses? How can we make it fast and easy and affordable? And uh, we kept asking that question, and we downloaded this process called the You Speak It book process. And so you do not have to write a word, nothing. You just show up to seven phone calls, and in those seven phone calls, we get you to speak, because you already have it all inside of you. We get you to speak your book. We help you come up with what the book is going to be on call number one. We know by by the end of that call, what it is from beginning to, to end, what the book is going to be. And then the other calls are just coming together and getting you to speak the book. And we're guiding the ship, making the, the process easy and graceful for you. And you're just talking to somebody. And uh, on our end, everything is coming out with structure. Everything is coming out perfectly. And then we take that information, transcribe it, uh, and then we make sure we have all of the transcription you know the words were correctly transcribed once we do that we move those words into editing uh, while keeping your voice which is very important for you to know we keep your voice we do keep it where it sounds conversational so that when people see you on stage or hear you somewhere they go oh wow for once the person in the book match the language is the same <laughs> and people can tell when, when a book is ghost written or edited to death they just go huh Huh. When they meet you or see you and they hear your language and they've already read the book or or the vice versa, they go, huh, these two things don't match. And then they're kind of uh, energetically turned away. So when the oh, two match, then, yeah, then people go, oh, okay, so this actually is you. This is your message. This is your heart. I loved the book. I love you. And, and so when those things match, it's, it's great. So it includes everything from the recording, transcription, editing, layout, book cover, set up for you on Amazon so you don't have to deal with those people, and uh, just get everything done <laughs> for you, you. All, all at once. You don't have to do, deal with any of that, finding any of those people. We've already assembled the perfect team. So that's the You Speak It book program, and uh, it just brings ease and grace to the process as long as you are willing to surrender to the process. You're willing to let us guide you, ready to kind of take that part of you that wants to control things and leave that at the doorstep at the very beginning. And if you do that, it will be the easiest thing you have ever done. And the only time that it's hard is when people try to uh, come in and make it their own instead of following the process. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. So in these interviews, it's like an in, like back and forth interview, right? Like we're not dictating or anything. We don't have to no, have anything prepared, just, written out, or anything like that. No, the best place you can be actually is, I don't know what I want to write this book about, and then at the beginning of each call, um, yeah, I have nothing prepared. That's the best place you can be. There's, oh. a, <laughs> very, there's, a, there's a process at the very beginning of each call where we bring you to the place that knows the answers to every question already, that, that puts you in touch with your heart instead of your head. 
and has you speak from that place. So we're going to capture the good stuff instead of the head stuff. Anything that you would have prepared ahead of time, you'd be in your head. I have to do this, and I have to do it right. You'd have that hat on, right? I've got to be prepared. And that's not this process. This process is allowing that which you already know, talk about every day, share with people, right? That Allowing that to come forth in a way that you would speak to somebody if they're sitting in front of you about it and capturing that. That's, that's the money. That's the gold. That's the good stuff. And so even when we wow. get all, all of the content from you, from that point on, we're trying to keep you out of your head and say, hey, let's just roll with this. Let us roll with this. Because <laughs> if we give it back to you, then boom, you're right back in your head trying to perfectionize. That's what kept you from ever having a book up until now, right? <laughs> this perfectionism uh-huh. thing. Let, let, we already have the good stuff. Let us take the good stuff forward, create the book for you. The best thing you could do is just say, hey, you got all the content. Go. That's the best place that you could put out wow. to empower you and take your awesome words and create a book. Yeah. That is neat. Well, one of the most challenging yeah. processes that um, that I've come up with, and I think many clinicians especially and, and people that are doing kind of how-to books come up with is the research or the proof. So sometimes I get stumbled because I said, because part of me remembers that there is proof for this, but then I go, yeah. oh, shoot. I gotta look on Google now. Did I get that wrong? Was it one third of Americans had this? Was or was it one quarter of Americans? Like right? And then I and and then I get you know and then that's where there's like that pause instead of the flow of writing. <laughs> you know, Marcus just says, "Well, say say put proof here and then keep going. <laughs> just keep going." Exactly. You know? And, keep and that's what we teach you, and that and that's what you would do is you would say, "Oh oh, insert statistic here," and then you'd continue. That's what we, yeah. we teach you to do on the call. That's stuff for later. That's stuff that the, you know, the like the perfectionism thing, right? That's for an editor to oh, do, yeah. not you. You're just supposed to throw it on paper and then go, here you go, and hand it to the professional. Right? And the professional can say, um, oh, you know, when you said that, what did you mean? Because it didn't make a lot of sense to me the way that it's written here. So what did you mean? And then with our editors, whatever you tell them, at that point is what they replace it with, right? So they continue to keep your voice through it instead of oh. interpreting interpreting what they thought you meant and then putting their brilliant words upon it, right? That's what most That's editors right. do. <laughs> we had to untrain and retrain our editors to keep your voice in it through and through. And so that's the magic. Oh, yeah, that that's that's priceless. And, well, there's, a, <clears throat> there's you know, book publishing or self-publishing, um, uh, businesses out there, all sorts of different kinds of businesses, and um, yeah. that I've looked into, you know, over the years, and I, you know, I self-published with Balboa Press, and and basically mm-hmm. it was like the bare minimum, like because I had no money, like, <laughs> you know, to just get yeah. it. So I had my friend edited it, you know, or two friends edited it, you know. There were still some mistakes here and there, but but um. It was like bare bones, but I can. But there was, you know, it'd be so great to have that professional editor and like you talked about before in Hawaii about how you untrain them in a way to, yeah. to you know, to, to so we our voice stays true uh, in the book yeah. and that is so valuable because that is not what I'm hearing from, you know, the other book publishers or that I've looked up, you know, here and there and. 
they're like, well, we have editors, you know, yeah, you can purchase that if you want, um, you know, but you have to, you know, you have to make sure everything's all proofread and, you know, everything's, you know, good to go, and then, you know, we'll we'll have somebody help you edit it and, and double proofread it, and, but it just seemed very impersonal. Yeah. Um, like, they didn't really know me, know the work, and so, yeah, I just yeah. kind of never really got off the ground for this this book until now <laughs> because I was yeah I guess, waiting, well, you're, obviously. You're, you're speaking to uh, vanity publishers and vanity publishers are glorified printers that'll print anything as long as you pay them and so they're not uh, they're not invested in the book they're not invested in you they're just like oh you wrote a check so they help you get it out and then they're like okay good luck with that and send you out on your own <laughs> and that's what people right or, or they market other luck. things like oh we have this book uh convention or something and we want to highlight your book I, now i'm getting these calls and emails so i don't even know what to do except say no but anyway they're like yeah, oh you're a guy to yeah. pain book you know we think this would be really good at this event and of course it's x number of thousands of dollars you know for right. them to and, yeah. present it right. at hay house convention yeah. or wherever it is and i just never really resonated yeah, yeah. with doing that Yeah, wasted yeah. money. If you're not there, if you're not there speaking, representing the, representing it, then who's gonna just pick up a book? And the copy would have to be mystical. The cover, you know, what, the words on that book would have to be mystical to make somebody just, you know, to buy it. And and there's there's really even there is the cover that would make people buy it. There's an exact format to to a book cover that sells instead of a book cover that smells. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, those are and those are the things that professional publishers, right, real publishers uh, like us, uh, we know that formula. And and we also know inside of the book what a book layout is to be to make people feel that it is a quality of a HarperCollins, those books that we grew up with. And that's the challenge with self-publishing is uh, people don't know the choices to make to have the layout look professional, to have the cover have all the right elements that sell. And so, uh, and, and a lot of self-published books, you got to be honest, you pick them up and you looking at them and you go, I don't know what's off, but something's off with this. And I can tell you it's the layout. <laughs> it's the way things are presented. It's choices that they made that they didn't know to make. Like, unless it's a, novel, you're never going to start a chapter on the left-hand side. It can't be on the left-hand side sometimes and on the right-hand side another. It must always be on the right, even if there's a blank page on the left. There's so many of those choices that go into a That's professional layout. You say that, because I, I won't say which one, but I was just reading this book, and, and it's professional New York Times, like, like, I mean, that level, okay? But one of yeah. them have to start on the left side of the page, and I thought, That's odd. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I felt it. I, mean, I was like, that's weird. Some, yeah. You know? I mean, sometimes if it's a 400-page book already and you have no choice, otherwise, you know, sometimes um, you do make a choice. But, but you are giving up something and doing that. And that certain people are going to go, that's odd. That doesn't feel right. So yep. Well, I didn't like, know that when I published my book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's so many of those just inside the book. And then the cover, there's an exact formula to it a cover that works oh. what has to be a journey that people take from the title all the way through the bottom of the back page where it finally has your bio and your photo and people actually care who you are by then but they have to go through a whole oh. journey 
you know? Title, grab my attention. Subtitle, tell me exactly what I'll receive in the book. Then who says it? You have to have an endorsement on the front cover from someone else. Who said that it's great? Then your name. Flip it over. Who else says it's great? Two, three endorsement quotes. Then the blurb. Here's what the book is about. Then the bullet points. In this book, you will call in five bullet points, not four, not six, five bullet points about what you'll receive. After wow. all of that, then I care Then I care about who wrote it, right? That's it. So it's like it's a formula. All that stuff has, has to be in place for it to be a book that, that really uh, sells, and all the books that have sold are following that formula. Right, and it's so unconscious, I don't, like, I wouldn't be able to pick that apart by all the books that I like. Yeah. But just know yeah. that somehow it feels comfortable. It feels right. That's all I know. Yeah. You know, when I'm yeah, and that's what's cool. Like, in my home study, in my home study course, you know, I got uh, all these great teachers like like Marcy Shymoff came and she teaches sells nothing. She came and taught one of the things. I said, can you Aww. can you walk through a book cover that sells? And she goes, sure. And then she said everything that I just said, exactly. Right? And I was like, oh, thank wow. you. Cause I had already taught. <laughs> people that and to have somebody who's you know multiple new york times bestseller come in and say the same exact thing was just validation and then the way that she said it would you know would be uh better for somebody than the way that i said it same exact thing but people relate to energy right so some people would be more like a Mar- marcy or maybe the second time they heard it they go oh i get it <laughs> i get it now so uh so yeah yep, it's, it's like there was figure it's skating journey. too one coach will say the same thing as another coach but differently same teaching, yeah. but one yeah. student would get it from yeah. one coach and not the other. Um, so if folks yeah. want to learn more about the You Speak It process, I know you guys have an yeah. interview process. And um, is it leonsmithpublishing.com? Is that where they should go? Uh, well, actually, we're out your business? just just. Yeah, I mean, you just if you want to book, it, get straight to the strategy call and, and book it and and hear uh, about the program, uh, you speak it or home study, and just really find out what how we can serve you best. Just book a strategy call. You go to meetme. dot so so that's Amazon Mary E E T Amazon Mary E dot S is in Sam O and then forward slash Keith Leon S K E I T A L-E-O-N-S, so meetme.so, forward slash Keith Leon S. That takes you to the calendar, and uh, you can book a call there and meet with uh, my incredible team member, David, and he will uh, find out where you're at in the process and uh, connect with you and see how we're able to serve you best to get your mission and message out to the world. Oh, that's fantastic. Forward slash Keith Leon S. And then, yeah, and then if you just want to find out about the company, uh, Leon Smith Publishing, L-E-O-N is in Nancy, Smith Publishing. Yeah. .com. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. That's great. Well, and I know that it's not yeah. um, like unlike what you were talking about, vanity publishing before. <laughs> the strategy right. call is really to see if it's a fit and how you can serve that person. And, and you don't publish anybody just because they throw money at you is what I'm hearing. Correct. Correct. Yeah, we publish books that books that make a difference. Every title, if you look through the hundred titles, right, every one of them, you you'll feel better when you put the book down than when you picked it up, or it's not published by us. So if someone comes up, I have a book about war, or you know, 
death or the tragedy of this and the tragedy of that or politics or any of that, I can say, hey, oh, great. Well, let me refer you to this publisher who, who does those types of books. Right? But if someone comes with a book that's going to make a difference, then, then we can have a conversation. And we say, oh, great. But we would want to work with you at least from editing forward because uh, if not from the very beginning – and that helps us to get to know each other, to work with each other, for us to find out what your mission, your message is, what your book is about. And when it's a match for both of us, and it's a book that will make a difference, then, then that's when we can have a publishing conversation. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds great. That sounds great. And, and uh, last question before we leave is, uh, you know, the Youth Speak It uh, publishing, that, that format is, is best for books of a certain length, a number of chapters versus yeah you know, yeah the youth process the youth speaker process develops the perfect book to use as your calling card to get on stage and it's actually a size that people will read <laughs> so it's five and a quarter by eight 120 to 140 pages um and and that's the size that when you put it in somebody's hands that you don't watch the blood drain out of their face. <laughs> <It's not so laughs> like my 416 page tome. Yeah, I actually there's, there's, read what I'm shocked that they do. <laughs> yeah, but if you try to use that as a business card and you put it in strangers' hands, you could watch the blood drain out of their face. They're just like, there's no way I'm reading this, right? There's no way <laughs> I'm reading so this. Big. Uh, so, but then also the first call or the you speak a process, we find out what the book is to be. And if it is to be a larger book, then we then we have a different conversation. But because uh, so it can be whatever it is, it's just uh, the perfect size for it to be for the sake of growing your business, um, getting clients, you know, code paying clients, all of that. Uh, that's the perfect size that we have. Uh, shopped and over the years found to be perfect five and a quarter by eight 120 140 pages a little bit more is okay uh, but but when you get into double size that's more of a kind of your difference making book that, that it's a different piece than the, than the other ah, great advice wow so wow this has been just so valuable, Keith. Thank you so much. We do have one person with their hand up with a question. I, there's a bunch of people on the call, uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to end with this uh, question. And uh, are you okay to stay a, a couple of minutes more, Keith? A few minutes more, yeah. Sure. Okay, a few minutes more. Real quick. So area code yeah. 727. Hi. Who's this? Hi. Oh, it's a, it's a, this is Karen. It's a super quick question. Um, so thank you, Keith, for the show. Oh, my partner and I have been thinking about for a year about writing a book about um, liver health, healing the liver, because we're so knowledgeable about this by now. Um, just wondering if you, I don't know if you can answer this, but is there angelic support for that, um, for that project? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, anything to do with, uh, with helping people mm -hmm. with health. Um, Raphael mm -hmm. is going to be right, right there, <laughs> right there. And so even yeah. when you're, you're, when you're working on it, thinking about it or anything, just, just call on mm -hmm. Raphael for support with bringing forth that message. And, uh, will Raphael will support you and aid you and uh, bringing forth all the perfect partners, perfect people, the words, uh, all the things to support that process. Oh, Thank you so much. And that's beautiful. Yeah, we're we're just we need the motivation to get started, but we know we our hearts are in it. 
you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank you, Karen. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you so much, Keith, again. We're just going to um, uh, have the two domain names. First, we'll just the general one to learn more about the publishing in general. So it's www.leonsmithpublishing.com. And then the other one, straight to the strategy call. Keith, if you wouldn't mind uh, sharing that one again. Yes, it's meetme.so forward slash Keith Leon S. Yes. Awesome. So meet me dot S O S S is in Sam and then O forward slash Keith Leon S. Awesome. So you yeah. get that uh clarity call with with David. Um Keith, this has been awesome. I'm so, so thrilled to be working with you and your people and um almost done my part of the part <laughs> process. Of all right, all right. That manuscript right. out. So yeah, so looking yes. forward to that bestseller book launch later this year. Mm-hmm. We are as well. Thank you so Love much. With you. Thank you for everything. All right. Take care. Take care. Take care everyone. Yes, and take care everyone. <laughs> Thank you so for listening, everyone. Until next time. Bye for now.